0: Welcome to another episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow up podcast from East Lake Tri Cities. My name is Brent. With me today are my two best Ooh. friends in the entire world <laughs> Megan and Mallory. That's a bold everybody. claim. That's yeah. bold. They don't claim it. They don't rever They don't. Uh, they, they We're don't the only people he's way. talked to a... all
1: week. So. Uh, yeah.
0: You guys, are <laughs> so socially out of it that anybody I see, they are automatic. Friend. Are we best friends? Are you my best friend? <laughs> Uh, it's like Doug from They up. do not reciprocate. This is purely uh, <laughs> platitudes. And what's the what's the word that I'm looking for? I um, don't know. I don't know. Just political. Not political, anyways. <laughs> uh, not two, political. Two friends that talked to us about... <laughs> um things that uh, are related to our talks from Sunday as well as just general life updates um and all of that good stuff uh, the last time that we checked in with Mallory she was getting a hot tub a has, used hot tub installed correct. at her house how, how what's it's the latest update empty. on that have you been
1: It's still empty because we are waiting for the um the lid the cover and we're getting a pretty uh. intricate cover with having little kids so, like, it's going to have, like, a double lock and a tarp. And Alex is an Enneagram 6, for any of you that know Enneagram Oh, yeah. It's going to have oh. a
0: time lock. It only oh, opens no. between you're, 9 you're and You're joking, p.m. but, like,
1: he, he, he's trying to install something on the back door. He looked into yeah, that. Yeah, he's trying to install something <laughs> on the back door, like a beep. So, like, we hear if the back door opens.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my sister-in-law has a, uh, uh alarm system with their house where any door that opens, it'll be like,
1: Back door,
0: oh. front door. Like it tells you all the stuff. It'd be hilarious to get one that says hot tub open. Right. <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? Like, it'd be great.
0: You really know. I house sat. When, when the kids are sneaking <laughs> Uh out.
1: Megan's talked about house sitting before. That was like the thing to do in Leavenworth because there was a lot of people that had home, like huge homes. And so like you would want to get in with those people to house sit over the summer when we were in college. And there was a family that we house sat for. And it actually got broken into while we were house sitting. But they had all of those things on their doors. It'd go beep, 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 beep. And we were in like the side house. And it ended up just being like random kids that like thought they weren't there and were going to like come in and take something, realize people were there and left. But ever since then, then we were like, we don't want to do that house anymore. But they did have the little beep, 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 beep. So you knew all the time if someone. Was-
0: so two weekends ago. Two weekends ago, a couple of guys, like college friends, we do a guys weekend every year and we rented a home in Leavenworth for like a two nights and uh, did that whole drive up there. By the way, as I was making that drive up there, when you go the vantage way yeah. and then you go up 90 mm-hmm. with by the gorge and then you cut up and you go through and just follow the river basically yeah. the whole way, I don't know that there's a prettier really drive pretty. in the United States of America than that drive. It's just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, But the running joke for the weekend was it was a VRBO that we had rented and it had a hot tub, you know, on this on this and overlooked kind of the Wenatchee River that went right through. It was was a gorgeous house. Right. I mean, like way, way too nice. Really cheap because nobody's renting VRBOs right now. So (laughs) um, and but it had a camera system throughout. And so the running joke all weekend long was like, I wonder who is watching like four dudes. (laughs) In a hot tub at like, you know, we're like doing this at like midnight, right? And like we just imagined we didn't just imagine some guy at home going, Carol, Carol, they're in the hot tub, you know? (laughs) It's about to get crazy over here. Uh and so we were just voicing this all night long and and being loud and and all of all of that. And uh, I imagine if they actually watched that footage, they'd be laughing at the fact that we're laughing at them. It was really meta going on. It was it was just it was it was fun, fun stuff. (laughs) Anyways, um, Megan, how yeah. are you? I'm
2: good. I think I do have an update. Yes, you, you do. do have an update.
0: I'm sorry to <laughs> bury the lead. This is exciting. Uh, yeah,
2: I am graduating. got married over the weekend. Congratulations. <laughs> Your mom is freaking out right now. Uh, corona wedding. No, I'm sorry. Did Go ahead. not get married. Yeah. Corona wedding. <laughs> we just, you know. <laughs> it was quite
0: Really, it was just us and a couple of witnesses.
2: Uh, I haven't even met him. Um.
0: <laughs> we organized it. It was a, a very cool thing.
2: Um, met no, I passed my big last project, my TPA, and I am done. And yesterday, all the, like, buttons got ticked, and it says 100% on hey, my, like, green graduation progress. Look at you. Yeah.
0: That's exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. We're pumped for you. Did you get an actual grade? Did, or was it just Yeah, pass,
2: well, fail? so it's because um, it's rubrics. So okay. my average was um, a three on all of the rubrics that I get graded on, okay. which is like average. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, Got pass. <laughs>
0: yes, I'm average.
2: Good <laughs> um, for you. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: So. I know that that was a, a big weight off your shoulders, and we, we, uh, we on Monday for staff meeting, we said, Megan, you get to pick lunch spot today for <laughs> celebration, like it, wherever you want takeout from. <laughs> You you get to pick, and, and we'll, I loved we'll do it. your I picked. loved your
1: little um, shout out to any What's administrators your? at church on Sunday. Like oh yeah, anyone want to give me a job? Anyone? <laughs> anyone? I'm here. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do have a T- lot of. I mean, positions. it was very smart. We have a lot of teachers, and we do have a lot mm-hmm. of teachers
2: and other school people yes. in this. And we community. all know where would you guess?
0: Where would you guess Megan picked Mallory for her? Like, oh, yeah. if Brent, you had think one Brent takeout lunch, really hilarious. No matter what, you mean what, like one we'll takeout
2: lunch? We get takeout lunch every week.
0: No, I know, yeah. but I'm saying, like, you get to pick it. We have no say in this. There's no veto mm. votes for any of
2: us. We just okay. I think he's painting this no, picture. No, I I'm not think painting a lot. this picture. Huh? And Eric and Brent are always like, I don't care. Whatever. Yes, I, that I is do. do.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So in the Richmond area. <laughs> what would you
0: guess? I mean, uh, like, within reasonable driving distance. I'm not taking her to... Sorry, we're not going to Walla Walla. As much as... as cool I as your know, school thing was, like, not know. Did you say, like, Panera? That would have been a decent <laughs> choice. A little bit different from this. <laughs>
2: no. Like, was it bad? Like, like
0: McDonald's?
2: Like... <laughs> No,
0: no, and not McDonald's. <laughs> I'm
2: a bit close, but pretty dang close,
0: <laughs> within walking distance from the uptown. She had one chance to do anything that she Dairy wanted. Dairy Queen. She picked bruschis. I like. Hey, I, I have no problem with Bruchies. I oh, actually, I, I really love like broochies. Broochies a lot. Yeah, no, 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 Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I'm not of all slamming places, <laughs> all
1: places, I see. of the wa-
0: of all the places to do something real special. Yeah,
1: I would have chosen takeout twigs. Real. If I was getting anything. out of the norm. Yeah. Yes. Take That's out twigs was is what I would like, have chosen. It was too much pressure. Twigs or I, I don't get know. like
2: Brucci's cravings though, and they, I had been like, oh, I really want Brucci's yes. for a while. And so he gave me an opportunity and I took it.
0: So Chris gell used to work for us, right? Uh Chris moved to San Antonio a couple of years ago. Um, still faithful listeners to this podcast, so he's he's definitely listening. Just kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> um he flew back into town last summer. And I picked him up from the airport and uh, we got in the car and I'm like, dude, where do you want to go? You've been out of the Tri-Cities for like a year. Like like the world is your oyster. What do you want to go see? What do you want to go do? And he's like, take me to the Bruci's drive-thru immediately <laughs> and just misses Bruci's like crazy. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, he really so, likes
2: it too. I think he likes it more than I do.
0: Yeah. Uh-oh, I think Mal's frozen. Mal, are you still there? Check one, two. Uh-oh, I think we lost Mal. She's there back. she is. Back. She's back. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Can't be clicking them buttons. No, Mal. nothing. Not <laughs> touching anything. Just don't. Just don't touch
2: anything.
0: Uh, good stuff. Anybody else got anything random before we jump into talk and stuff? No. Nope. Easy. Easy. peasy week. Yesterday
2: Great. was my cat's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's Isn't the, the most exciting thing that's happened in that's my life. That's very exciting. So, <laughs> Brooch,
0: Broochies and a cat's birthday. Real. <laughs> Real hot, real hot week in the uh, Bojan household. Uh, uh, okay, so Sunday we—sorry, I don't mean to jump. No, it's silly. Totally nice. Did you buy presents? Did you? No, their exciting? present
2: is always and forever the fact that I pay to keep them alive. Okay, good. Yes,
1: agree. <laughs> that is in line. Kinsley, with what it Kinsley thinks that it, on a pet's birthday she gets a present. So maybe we'll have to find a present for Megan's cat's birthday. Anytime someone has a birthday, Kinsley thinks that she gets a cupcake or a donut or something. So she celebrates she celebrates for everyone.
0: (laughs) Yeah. On Sunday, we finished off our uh, "Now What" series, looking at the Sermon on the Mount, with kind of hopefully a new, uh, new eyes, new lens in terms of our pandemic and our world that's seemingly upside down and <laughs> still is, but in a lot different ways. Obviously, right. it turned out this week we had no idea going into the weekend that that was going to be the case. Um, I submit my, I submit my message on Thursday, and and then all of a sudden, like the world. <laughs> Got on fire on, like, Friday, Saturday, and so it was interesting in that way, but um, it's been a fun—it uh, was a fun, uh, good look at Matthew chapter 5 through chapter 7, and i um, happy to be kind of through that and done with that. Even though I'm not truly f- done with that, I'll, I'll follow up with that in our, our promo piece, but— um, yeah, we, we looked at this idea of the three metaphors at the very end that talk about the two ways or the two choices. What are you gonna do with this information now that you've heard it? Do you do something about it or do you not? And in a, in a sense, um, I think that's kind of what we're dealing with with, with uh, even with this Black Lives Matter uh, protests and you know this whole thing with everything going on right now. It's very much a matter of not what are you gonna do like now or are you willing to you know post a black picture on. Your uh, on your you know Twitter or or Facebook feed or whatever the essence from everybody involved in this thing is we've had enough positioning now it's a matter of what are you going to do with this mm-hmm. moving forward which is always that's what Jesus did too that's what everybody does here's the information. How does this change your life? And then go go and do this sort of thing. As have this be not something that you tuck away for like, oh, this is good for like future stuff. But like, what are you going to implement w- with all of this? Uh, and and how do you make this sort of stuff translate into reality? Uh, and so that was kind of the the essence of it. And the three analogies of uh, of sheep and wolves, clothing of um, uh, a house built on rocks versus sand. Uh, and then, uh, the first one that's escaping my mind as I'm, as I'm trying to talk and remember it. The, the Did you
2: say the two roads already? I got distracted by something. Oh
0: yeah. narrow. That's what it was. Yeah. The narrow, <laughs> and n- wide, narrow road. So, um, yeah. A- anything specific jump out to you that, that you thought was interesting or worth discussing uh, on this way?
2: Um, I just, you talked a lot about like, um, like the fruits, right? You get, you have resonance. That's how you like get drawn yeah. into things. And then you have the fruits. Um, and I, like, I just kept thinking that doesn't necessarily mean it's easy. Um, cause like the fruits of being a Christian doesn't mean your life's gonna be easy. Doesn't mean like even those practices are going to be easy. It just is that if you are investing into this way of life and really like making it your way of life, you're going to end up being a more whole person. Like that's the fruit, right? Is that wholeness and the truth and that like centeredness on Christ and so um it doesn't like you can get really good worldly things from other stuff but it's not sustaining and it's not and it it's really kind of broken just in its essence so yeah that's kind of what's my thought
0: and I that was really hopefully the thrust of the message because the three analogies don't necessarily do something other than present something we're already aware of but the idea of Things are, in life are going to resonate with you. You're going to move. There's going to be a spark of, here's the direction I'm going because of of this. That is basically Jesus' teaching. You know, it, it should be, it, does this have resonance with you? But then... Then he mentions in the second analogy with the prophets, you'll know them by their fruit. And then elsewhere, he would constantly talk about, you know, trees that don't bear bad fruit and need to be tossed, and, and these ones do. Uh, and then even Paul and Corinthians would talk about the fruit of the spirit. Here's here's what a life lived well looks like. That is where you have to justify your residence. So it's not just this feels right to me, but this also bears the fruit that I want it to bear with me. So if the if it's not bearing the fruit that I that it, that I want it to bear. Then perhaps I was off on my resonance. And here's the problem with it: nobody likes to be wrong about what they feel is right in the moment. Right? That's the big danger of this. Everybody wants to uh, keep the 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 charade going because we hate the idea that we made a wrong decision, or it wasn't as bad as we thought, or it's not as whatever, or it's it's just like you know we we don't want that. So we we try and keep, keep things going. And we don't, we don't want to change our mind because we we don't want to look foolish. I think is that is the way that it goes. And the, a mature life, a mature person is willing to evaluate the fruit and either then be justified with the resonance or go as much, as much as I felt it was right at the time, it was definitely the wrong decision. And we've all had those moments where we go, I made the best decision I could with the information that I had. turns out I was wrong. But you know what, that's, that's, that's part of being human. That's, that's humanity. I think that other people in my position would have made perhaps the same decision. And, uh, but even, even in saying that I'm trying to justify my position. So, (laughs) which is hilarious. Well, and we believe Um, Jesus's
1: followers when they say like, we were wrong in what we thought of him. Like there's many times Jesus's followers were like, he's, he don't listen to him like, or didn't follow him or chose not to believe what he was saying. And then now we're reading their books that are saying, no, I I think this now. And so I think it's okay to absolutely it's okay to yeah. be like, I was wrong in my thinking then. And I wanna do some work <laughs> to figure out why I was wrong and how I can think differently about something. And it's what we have our kids yes. do, it's what we tell our kids. And so I think it's just hard when something's ingrained in you or When you like really did mess up and it's really hard to come to fruition with it and being like, yeah, that was pretty bad.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, some of the some of the best business minds, when you see them do interviews after the fact like they made a really poor decision on we thought this was going to work. Um, we had all of, we did all the testing, we did all the stuff that people are like, yeah, we're going to love this. We're going to love this. So we spent a bunch of money into R and D on this product and it turns out it didn't work or the climate changed or, you know, the, the, the need changed or somebody else beat us to the punch. And now we've got to go back and take an honest look. We got to have the heart. We got to make the hard call on it. Where do we get it wrong? You know, and, um, I think that in that those are the kind of businesses I respect. Those are the kind of minds that I, I, I respect, um, and that's the kind of person that I want to be of going, hey, we're a team trying to figure out how to do church the right way. Uh, not the right way, but a, a unique way, a third way in the world, uh, a way that doesn't go right or left, but just is the Jesus way, right? and where where are we now looking back and being like the fruit's not there or it, um the fruit yeah, the fruit's not there. so what do we need to change even though it felt right to do it this way it's not turning out the way that we want it to do. so what do we got to change in that way so that's the thing that I'm wrestling with um on a on a personal level to try and bring it down to I
2: think that's also really person. hard though in our like our media culture is not okay with mistakes Cancel and so, culture. Well, yeah. like and so the which bleeds into. Like our American culture, like it's it, it, you get vilified when you make a mistake right. and own it, and so there's no room for you to be like, oh, I can, I absolutely can't reassess my ideas because the media will not let me. Mm-hmm. Like, right. there's no, so any public figure that we have is like staunchly stuck in whatever ideal they held 20 years ago, yeah, which is total bullcrap because that's not how people work right and so I think that there does have to be some mental change and like really intentional mental change about how we let ourselves change our minds and how we let ourselves own our mistakes and how we teach our kids to own mistakes and learn and like it's interesting in education too especially science education because it's all about like experimenting and making mistakes and being okay with being wrong and all this stuff but then they get all of this other pushback from like pop culture and media that is says over and over mostly implicitly you have to be right all the time
0: right don't you dare get it wrong right because
2: you're never going to be able to take it back
0: right yep yeah my friend and then obviously no you're good Go go ahead No, no, you okay. go. I, I, no,
1: I, I, I was um, bouncing off of Megan. My friend owns a small business, and she, she might listen actually to this. And so she was stressed about what to say yesterday because she's like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to be wrong in what I'm posting, but like, I don't know if I should post. I feel, you know, it was all. She was so unsure because of that, Megan, because of like being wrong and being vilified and being wrong. Instead of just being able to like be human and say like I don't know what to say right now, but this is what I'm trying to say, and I hope to be better tomorrow. And so I think there's a lot of that currently, but I think that was going on even before all of this. That we're very quick to, um, I don't know. I think cancel culture is kind of a way bigger thing, but um, I think we're way bigger to like judge someone immediately if there's. Um, if they have more of a public presence, but also in our own personal lives too. Like, oh, well, they said that. So I'm choosing not to be around them or, you know, like I can't get past they said this. And I think that's what we want to move away from, that it's like we need to have conversations with people we disagree with.
0: Yep. And then the the problem with it too is then, you know, the way that cult cancel culture breeds itself is you did this to me six months ago now you've messed up now i get a chance to do it to you Mm -hmm. right and it's always just posturing in this way um i mean you saw I don't know how politically in the weeds we want to get with this, but you saw a few months ago, like Nancy Pelosi behind President Trump, rip up his thing after he gives a speech, which was right. posturing in that way. Like, mm-hmm. did it in front of the camera, but then you see this weekend, Trump walks through the garden, kicks everybody out of this church, and holds up a Bible in front of a church and tries to again posh. And it's just like it's just like knock it off, you guys. This is so right. dumb. These political games are just stupid. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, and and yet it it, it bred out of. um you know well they did this to us you know they did something (laughs) dumb six months ago now now look what they're doing now now look at you know this and And uh, so it's just, it's just stupid. So anyways, I don't know that's, but the the idea that the fruit, the timing, it takes a while. It takes, there's time in between the decision and then really evaluating it. And you have to be willing to go back. And the problem with the distance of time is we don't, we're, we're not very patient people. And I was listening to a podcast this week. Life is coming at us so incredibly fast. Some of the things, the big things that are are affecting our world, are happening now within days or even hours. That previously, um, because of you know, like just the the new the news cycle, twenty four hour news cycle, and or news would just get us later. Like big things have always happened in our history, but the gap between these massive shifts, seismic shifts in our political culture have been like weeks or even months in between. And so your body, your your brain can kind of react and be like, okay, this is a new reality. Okay, now I've got to uh, adjust and I've got to in- integrate that. And then I, I, I'm, I'm kind of in that new normal for a little period of time. And then something else happens. Okay, well, that's fine. My brain can adjust and adapt. But now it's like, you know, a, a week ago, it was pandemic, you know, everything everything that you read in the paper was 100% that and then on friday saturday sunday it was like 100% black lives matter protests and everything and you're just like oh this is the new thing i got to go to the new thing you know what i mean and and the, and one of the complaints of the the black lives matter protests is you guys are going to be on to the next thing 24 hours from now and it's it's going to be over with this and we want this to be a sustainable change and i and i agree with that and and what they're stating are just facts like that's just that's just how it has been working. And it's not, it's not right. It's not right in the black lives matter movement, but it's just not right in general. Like we're killing ourselves with this incredible lack of normalcy periods in this, because we're so, we're such an attention based culture and we're, we're trying to just be desperate for attention and whatever we can do. And I don't know the solution to that. I mean, um, I don't know. It's just it's just a mess. So there you go. <laughs>
2: That's super uplifting. <laughs> uh,
0: this an uplifting podcast, Brent. I, mean, I say all that to say, the fruit the fruit piece takes time, and mm-hmm. that I don't think you can get away with that. You can't. Uh, you know, it'd be irrational to plant an apple tree in your yard to go out a week from now, even a month from now and be like, well, this thing sucks. You know, it's not working. Um, it's going to take some time to to evaluate if you actually did it right. And we just don't do good with that. And may, may maybe, may we be a little bit more patient in and of ourselves and more gracious to our friends who, um, who do make decisions that don't resonate with us. Um, and, you know, maybe we say like, Hey, um, like let's let time kind of heal some stuff first mm-hmm. and then we'll go from there. So definitely, uh, For anything sure. else?
1: I think I'm good. Good.
0: Okay. Let's jump in. I know we gotta, we gotta wrap this, this thing up semi quickly. So let's jump into our say something interesting's. Um, I'll go first cause I don't want anybody to steal mine. I'm, I'm like jealous <laughs> of that. Um, have you guys watched space force oh, on Netflix yet? No,
2: but I just saw the preview <laughs> last night and I was like um I might be watching that
0: okay okay good because I saw a preview once before and I'm like listen I'm gonna watch it it's Steve Carell and Greg Daniels he's the guy who produced The Office and Parks and Rec so you know it's like it's not gonna be horrible like there's a there's a floor at which it could be right (laughs) but then the idea of Space Force you know it just feels a little bit out there and whatever uh you know I Kylie and I thoroughly enjoy we're, we're three episodes in, and uh it's it's funny it's great it does a fantastic job of incorporating enough of our current politics with the changing of a names like there's a uh, there's a Latina uh, n- senator from New York, you know, with a with a hashtag <laughs> in her name, right? So you obviously know who that's representing. Uh-huh. Uh, the president communicates to, to them through tweets and through texts <laughs> instead funny. of like public stuff. Um, there's like Russian involvement in this this thing. It's it's and it's brilliant. It's really really funny. There's some language, so like you probably want to watch it on like lower volume if you have kids around. Um, but. Uh, very, very funny. Steve Carell does a fantastic job. Lots of great people, like John Malkovich is in it. Gosh, I love him. I forgot how much I loved him. Um, and just some other stars in there as well. Jane Lynch is in there. Um, uh, anyways, just just good. If you have, I think it's half an hour episodes and on Netflix. So that's a that's a real con. It's not HBO, Mal. No, nope. you have Netflix. Yep,
1: and Netflix is killing their <laughs> algorithm. I feel like anytime. Anything happens in the world, they're like, "Here, watch this! Here, here! This is trending!" And so, I've seen that, but that we haven't watched it yet. So that'll be a new. we're finishing. Um, we're finishing Madam Secretary. So
0: nice. All right, now you want to go next? Sure.
1: It is so in our family. We well, Kinsley, but the rest of us too loves donuts, and it is um free donut day on Friday, but our local Krispy Kreme is giving away donuts every day. So, um, if you what? yes, um, how did I not know it's this? Just one donut, but if you want to get more, you can get more. But it's quite the line. Um, usually, <laughs> we went and got donuts yesterday, and so um, she loved it. She got a strawberry donut. But I'm I was trying to see if there were other places giving away donuts. But I am just saying it's June fifth technically. It is National Donut Day. And so but Krispy Kreme probably decided that they do not want everyone in the Tri-Cities at their location on Friday. So they're like, please just come any day this week and get a free donut.
0: Awesome. So. That's great insight.
2: Yeah. Nice. Are uh, here's awesome. the problem
0: though. I any that that specific location, because there's only one here in the Tri Cities. Uh-huh is right by my gym i can literally see the gym as i go so sad so it's like it's like a guilty mess with my mind type stuff yeah yeah it doesn't (laughs) it needs to be in like central kennewick somewhere (laughs) and then i'm like then i don't feel as bad i'll I'll probably go
1: central kennewick has one of my favorite donut places though poplar donuts i think those are the best donuts in the tri-cities Hot take. that's on like Moraine, right? It's on Union. Right? It's on Union. Union? Yeah, that's yeah it. They're delicious. Yeah. But
2: it's in the strip mall next to my favorite Thai restaurant.
0: <laughs> there you go. I've, I've <laughs> heard <laughs> of it.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Food podcast. Yeah. Megan, um, what do you got for us? I got a little science thing I read because I couldn't think of anything. Um, so apparently bumblebees will like prune plants that aren't flowering um, oh, really? early so and to get them to start flowering.
0: Like, do your job. You yeah. Like, <laughs> well, they just, like, fruit.
2: they, like, will prune off leaves to, like, promote them to start flowering so that they can get pollen that they need Fascinating, I like, and, like nectar and stuff. That's my little fact. That is there very you know. fascinating.
1: One yeah. of the <laughs> tiny towns that I'm from, the bordering town Elmira, which is by Cooley City, I just saw in one of the local town posts that someone stole some beehives. And it was someone that knows about bees. So... Little town drama in Elmira. Little drama. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Bees, beehives are actually pretty big business right now. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's cool. But just another, like, I don't know. I love all the little connectedness things of nature. Like,
1: bees do more than
2: just pollinate. They also, like, they do some pruning. They do, like, they care for the plant in order to get the things that they need from it. Yes.
0: I love it. That's great. Alright, that'll do it for today's episode of Say Something Interesting. Hey, I did mention earlier in the podcast that I've got something coming up. Um, on Friday, I'm going to be doing an uh, Instagram Live uh, or I think maybe a Zoom record. I'm trying to work out the details on it. But some sort of a recorded interview uh, with Dr. Blaine Charette from Northwest oh, University awesome. in regards to uh, our Matthew series. Um, he, he His focus, his dissertation and all of his books that he's written are on specifically Matthew. And so we're going to just verify that what I was talking about was semi legit <laughs> and he's going to say it in a lot better words than i am oh, that's and awesome. he's also going to update us on continuing education and higher education in the in the midst of covid and what the fall looks like at the university there or what he thinks he you know is the oh, plan cool. uh, for that so lots of interesting stuff um so be checking for that on our on our website and we'll be posting it to our social media this week so you can kind of take a look at it and follow along in that way so awesome, uh, that's awesome. exciting all right, Mal, thanks for making it happen. Yeah, Megan, thanks, thanks for making guys. it happen. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks for tuning in. Speakers. Oh, yeah, new series starts this weekend as well. That's right. Thank you, Megan. You're
1: welcome. Uh,
0: Pirate Radio, uh, a series on kind of listening amidst the noise. And and uh, have you ever, do you ever watch the movie Pirate Radio? F-
1: no. It's so good. I meant to I Google, say no, but Google I, Pirate Radio because I didn't okay, know what you meant by that. Do yourself
0: a favor. I will. It's a good one. And I've seen,
2: I remember, like, I remember when it came out, but I don't think I actually watched it.
0: Yeah. Uh, British, uh, British, uh, during like the sixties, would um, post ships or not like like uh, like uh, rogue people would mm-hmm. would put ships out in the ocean and broadcast through the airwaves and play all the music that was not allowed on the air. Ooh, yeah. scandalous! And, uh, in, like, and that's the how like the Stones right? got started yeah, Stones and, 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 the, and you all know, the
2: like rock bands. Yeah, they yeah. got played on the. Pirate it was like a radio. total subculture. Wasn't thing. like um, what's his name? Shoot, never mind. I don't remember. I Great it.
0: movie, yeah. Check it out, um, yeah. And then that that really has nothing to do. Well, the movie has nothing to do with the series, <laughs> but that was a kind of a thing. And we're talking about sort of theft, but for the right reasons, and and listening and tuning into something that's out there anyways cool um pretty excited for it so 10 o'clock on sunday morning online at eastlake tricities.com slash live tune in 15 minutes early for is this how we conversation with uh megan and kylie Love it. and help us out by giving us some content on our social media this week answering some questions about life in quarantine so that they have something to talk a- about and make fun of you uh, <laughs> uh, w- with you make fun of <laughs> you with you <laughs> laugh with you at you um, and yeah. be a part of all of that. We
2: make fun so. of ourselves, too. So oh, lots out. of it. It's
0: been it's <laughs> a lot of fun. So get involved in the chat and uh, hit us up and be a part of it. Yeah. All right. That'll do it. Thanks, guys. Have a great week.
2: Bye.